And I love to say cause is greater than effect. So your results are greater than your BS. And same principle with taking 100% responsibility. A lot of people, when they hear that, they take a step back and they go, well, that's not fair. What if this happened in my life? I didn't have control over that. But that's not what we're saying. To take 100% responsibility is not to take 100% of everything was okay that happened to me. It's to take 100% of I'm going to take this in and decide what I do with it and move forward. I'm not going to be reactive. I'm going to be proactive no matter the circumstance going on outside of me. Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith Austin and Misty Kerrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hey, 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 it's Kimberly Smith Austin, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Made to Inspire podcast. I am here with my co-host, awesome and amazing, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty. Hey, Kimberly. We are on a journey. This is our second part of our three-step process for our five-step, well, it's six. I always go believe wrong. But we are on a journey, and you are in the right place at the right time because we are hitting 2022, and the one thing you can control in 2022 is your beliefs, yeah, your mindset, and your actions. Absolutely. And Misty, would you agree that by simply shifting our beliefs, shifting our mindsets, that we have the possibility to transform our life? Would mm. you agree? You I know. know that is huge. I want, can you say that just one more time to transform Goodbye. our our lives. That's right. And here's the truth that just because what you were when you were 10 or the life you experienced at 15 does not mean the life you experienced at 30, the life you experienced at 45. And that's the power of shifting your beliefs and shifting your mindsets. So we're super excited to talk about belief. But today, our focus is on the lie that sits in the middle of belief, right? <laughs> I love that stuff. And yes. you know, that's the very thing that stops us from living out our dream and living out our full purpose and passion in life. This big fat lie. You know, it sits in the middle of belief and it sits in the middle of our heads. That's right. That's right. Last week, Missy, what did we talk about to begin the journey of belief? We had two things that we talked about last week. What were they? Was the beginning right? So where are we starting? What is our vision? What do we want? And it's getting that excitement and that energy. Um, the two things that we're most excited about are passion and purpose. I say divine purpose. Why are you here? What were you, your gifts you're getting ready to share with the world? One of the favorite things that I heard a few weeks back was God gave us our gifts, not for ourselves, but for a bigger plan to serve the world. Our gifts aren't about us. They're about others. And when you uh, connect with that, your life changed. Your life changes when you connect with who I am and the things that come naturally to me are here to help others and move forward in my own journey. So we really took some time last week and started with the beginning. Take that time, really sit down with yourself, connect, connect with your God, higher power, universe, whatever you call the outside source and really get into that place of excitement 
kind of like the kids were on Christmas Eve, right? If you're a parent, remember those kids uh, just a few days ago, how excited they were. They couldn't sleep. They were kept talking about it. Is he here yet? Do I leave the cookies and for preparation for that? It's the same thing when we begin is beginning to give our gifts out, the excitement, the non-sleeping, the what am I going to do today? Uh, and how am I going to impact today is where we started with the B. And the second letter was our E, experience. So we have to take from where we've been, what we've been through, and also what do we need? What have we experienced that makes us who we are? And what do we need to experience to get us to the best version of ourselves so that we can serve from a bigger platform, a bigger belief, a bigger excitement. I always say, I was just talking about this yesterday, vibrational energy, serving from that excitement and that place of, I can't wait to get up and give instead of, oh, good morning. What's today about? And that's a shift. That is. <laughs> that's so huge. And I love it because that those two things in itself are foundational when it comes to belief. We have to look at where we started and the experiences that we had in life. What I find so often is people stay there. They stay in those spots and they begin to live their life as if that's the only way they can go. This, this is what my beginning was. This is where I started. And this is my experience. So this is who I am. But folks, we're here to tell you that that is a lie and it's not <laughs> the truth. And it's rooted in the, the, you know, in the cups of the devil because it is not the truth. We have the power and the ability to transform our lives if we stop believing the lie and start walking forth in purpose. So today we're going to talk about so many things as we focus on the lie. And I'm going to break down that first, the L, because you know we love acrostics and things of that nature. <laughs> Our so favorite. Today, the L starts with this thing, limiting beliefs. Mm. Yes, we know you've heard that word. But so often, I remember when I first heard that word thinking, what, what is that? What is a limiting belief? It is the thing that stops you from moving forward. It is the thing that holds you hostage and holds you in handcuffs, believing that that limiting belief that you can't, that you haven't, that you never experienced that thing, stops you from being the best version of yourself. So when you think about that, I want to read you a quote by Louise Hay. It says, we learn our belief system as very little children. And then we move through life creating experiences to match our beliefs. Look back in your own life and notice how often you have gone through the same experience. See, that's why E was the key piece. And now we think about limiting beliefs. Guys, our belief or our, our success is only as big as we allow it to be. Does that make sense? Mm. See, we have been victims, if you will, <laughs> or victors. It depends on how you look at it. And so when you think of life in that fashion, you then have an opportunity to repaint, to recraft the future for yourself. You know, my favorite, one of my favorite books is The Success Principles. I know you guys have heard about it by Jack Canfield. And he says, number one, take 100% responsibility for your life. Now, when we make that decision that we want to get out of that rut, we want to stop believing the lie and start moving forth in our lives, then we can do it. But here's the truth. Growth is not automatic. It's deliberate. 
it's deliberate. We have to take some steps. We have to be intentional about how we move. And when you allow your limiting beliefs, those things that says, I am because my mother was, or I'm not because this person did this, then we stop ourselves. We stop ourselves from seeing the true success that life has for us. I'm on a rant. Misty, I'm going to let you chime in and then I'll come back. <laughs> so I, I think you nailed it. Limiting beliefs are handcuffs. I love that. That is a great, I just saw that mental picture of we're holding our own selves back instead of taking those fake steps forward. And it still takes preparation. It still takes work. And you're right. It needs to be deliberate and a spoiler alert, intentional. But we'll get into that. I know. I'm but sorry. there was a quick, I'll sum it up really quick because it's insane. Oprah had two sisters on, same show. They hate each other. They never talked because of their childhood. One sister, homeless, drug addict, alcohol, emotionally abused in all her relationships that she got into as an adult. Oprah does an interview, asks her, why does she think her life's that way? Well, their father was extremely abusive on all levels, mental, emotional, sexually. And so uh, the first sister says, Oprah, I can't believe you asked me that. Of course, I'm this way because of my father that um, as I lost my childhood, I lost this. And, uh, and, and as I became an adult, this is just who I am. Now, fast forward, she walks into the second room because the sisters won't even be in the same room. It's the second sister. This sister is successful, multimillionaire, owns a company, owns a nonprofit, helps any way she can and just giving an amazing attitude. So she walks in, the lady first jumps up, hugs Oprah, like very, you can see the energy is different. And um, they sit down and Oprah's all like, well, you know, like, how did you, how did you become this in your adulthood? And she says, Oprah, I can't believe you asked me that. Of course, it's my father. Um, when this was happening to me growing up, I said, I will never allow this in, in my power to happen to anyone else in, in that I could help. And so she grew up with that. And it's the same situation. And you see this over and over again in families, in their foundational stuff where they began, but you could have two siblings from the same environment and it is their belief in that environment. It is their limiting beliefs of that environment that start to form who they become and who they become is their actions and their actions then forms who they become. And then they get lost in this cycle, or you could get into that cycle and that cycle takes you to that next level. And it starts with your own head. And I love to say cause is greater than effect. So your results are greater than your BS and same principle with taking a hundred percent responsibility a lot of people, when they hear that, they take a step back and they go, well, that's not fair. What if this happened in my life? I didn't have control over that. But that's not what we're saying. To take 100% responsibility is not to take 100% of everything was okay that happened to me. It's to take 100% of I'm going to take this in and decide what I do with it and move forward. I'm not going to be reactive. I'm going to be proactive no matter the circumstance going on outside of me. Yes, yes, I love that. And you know, I think myself being somebody who had that very choice. Did I want to become what I knew in the environment in which I live or did I want to change something? And I know as we go into the new year, one of the things I want, I want to ask the question, how many times have you found yourself repeating the same mistakes over and over again? And you know, that's the limiting belief happening in your life because you believe this is all I can be. This is all I know. This is all I'm going to do. But what happens is you return to those same patterns and the results to find yourself in the same place. So if you're looking to be transformed, we have to recognize that we've got to get unstuck. Does that make sense? Unstuck in those same habitual habits or limiting beliefs 
and have to make some changes if we want to see a change in our life. That's mm -hmm. the key. And we, that's going to move you out of that same place that you've known and you see. So as you go into the new year, think about that. How are your limiting beliefs stopping you from really experiencing life at the next level? You know, we already have an enemy and that's inside of ourselves. We are our own worst enemy. And if we don't manage that mind, we're going to find ourselves handicapped in prison and unhappy. And that's a whole nother discussion about depression and things like that. But we'll talk about that on another episode. So now that we've <laughs> talked a little bit about limiting beliefs, the next piece is all about intention, right, Misty? And when you think about intention, that is so huge. And I have to tell you a little secret. And this is secret for you guys. I hear that word initially, probably about 15 years ago. And I was like, that's some hokey pokey stuff. What's your <laughs> intention? Right. And I would be like, oh, my goodness, this is some new age, high level. And this is not to be offensive to anyone. But that was my limiting belief that intention by saying that it was something outside of the realm of what I believed. But something happened and I recognized, wait, I have an intention. I set some parameters and things that I want to achieve and accomplish on a daily basis. And as a result of that, we have to be intentional about everything that we do. Because if we don't, we find ourselves stuck. So thinking about intention over and over again, Oprah Winfrey says something I think is incredible. She said, intention is one with cause and effect. Misty's quote, intention determines your outcome. And if you're stuck and not moving forward, you have to check your thought and action that created the circumstance. Everything that we just talked about. So when you think about beginning, you think about experience, you think about the limiting belief, all of that goes back to your intention. So we have to really think about it. Intention is that mental state that represents a commitment to carrying out an action or actions in our future. What are your intentions? And as you listen to this, maybe think about, write that word down and ask yourself, what are my intentions? Where do I wanna go? Who do I wanna be? Where do I want to end up? You know, things like that. And, and, and it's, I'm giving you the big high level surface view of intention, but it really does drill down to some very minute part of your life and really asking yourself those questions. Because if you don't have an intention, where will you go? You know, intentions make conversations easier. It makes meetings easier. If you're coming to, uh, I was just at an event two weeks ago Day one, the event was okay. And then I was talking to uh, another friend who was there and uh, we both realized we didn't set intentions for the event. What did we want to get out of it? And we set the intentions, we showed up the next day and within, the event started at nine by 8.45, my intention was met. It just happened. And then everything after that first intention was met was a bonus. And that event, the second day was the best day there because I was intentional about what I was doing in my thoughts and in my actions there. And it pulled into the things that I wanted in my outcomes. I love this quote. It says, the things we believe to be true, we create. So if we start, like Oprah just said, with what are our intentions? What do we want to get out of it? What we're focusing on, we're more likely going to get it because that's what we're creating as we focus. Now, I love that you said it was hokey pokey, uh, woo woo. Because it sounds like it at first until you put it into practice and it just works. But I always say too, is I don't understand gravity. I'm not a scientist, but I utilize gravity in my favor. 
So some of these laws that we work with when it comes to energy and intention and different stuff is you might not understand it, but if you're applying it and it's working, do you need to? Mm, that's it. And, and that again, it goes back to that whole wordsmithing thing. I think if you had said it in a different word, it may not have appealed to me or actually impacted me in the way that it did. So it's so amazing because we all set intentions. And I think when you do, you prepare yourself for the word. Like you said, at that conference, boom, you instantly said, this is what I want to take away from here. This is what I'm looking forward to achieving here at this conference. And as a result, now your mind is focused. It's mm. focused. And that's exactly what we have to do when it comes to what are your intentions? How do you, period. I'm going to stop there, period, right? <laughs> so now, Misty, what's the third of the lie? So we have the uh, limited beliefs, intention, and then excellence. A lot of people get stuck in perfection. Perfection is I have to be perfect. I have to do everything perfect. And that will lead you down a slippery slope of always trying to be something that you're not and then feeling that you're not good enough. So perfection is also a way to hold yourself back because then you could say, well, unless everything is perfect, I can't move forward. So it's a great little uh, lie we tell ourselves about it needs to be perfect so that I can move forward. If you take out perfection and you focus on excellence and excellence is focusing on your best that you could do in the moment with what you have, knowing that if some of the variables change, you could do better if that happens, but you're not going to stop yourself before you even start by not trying or, or moving forward because everything is not perfect. It's taking excellence in the sense of I'm doing this at my best ability now. And as I get better, I'm going to do it again, or I'm going to move forward and do something else better because now I have this experience with me. Excellence is always uh, connected to integrity, which I love. Even the small things in excellence, what, what, how you do anything is how you do everything. everything. How you do anything <laughs> is how you do everything. So if you're taking shortcuts on the small stuff, then you're going to take shortcuts on the big stuff and you're going to take shortcuts in places where it matters most and you're going to fail because the shortcuts are going to be your detriment. So even when you're doing the small stuff, like putting your basket back, when you're at the store, walking it, two things down to put it back. Um, one of my favorite things was we were at the Vatican and we were buying these little blussy things for the water. And one of my friends bought some and she walked over, they were like $2 a piece, something smaller than that. She walked over and she had four instead of three, she paid for three. And she said, oh no, he gave me an extra one. I'm going to take it back. And someone said, oh, well, maybe it was from the universe or like just making fun of it. Right. And she says, I wouldn't do this in a normal store. I'm sure as hell I'm not doing it at the Vatican. And walked over and handed back the extra little bottle, right? It was a little bottle, mm -hmm. right? And the guy started laughing and he said, wow, for your uh, integrity, he's like, I'm going to go ahead and just give it to you. He's like, mm -hmm. thank you for coming back with it. But that's something small, right? Just looking Absolutely. at one of these. Um, and I believe small stuff like this are tests. Not in a crazy, ah, oh, I don't want to take a test when I was little sort of thing, but tests in the sense of, how you handle the small stuff. If you handle your small budget, God's going to give you a bigger budget. If you're not handling your small things, why would you be given bigger things to handle? Same thing as a parent that you give your children, right? If you're not doing your small chores, I'm not going to give you bigger chores to make more money off that, or I'm not going to give you more responsibility. If you can't make your bed, then you're not staying out later. So as a kid, it's Can you hard tell to my son that? Can you tell my son that? <laughs> 
but we're children, right? Even as yeah. adults, we are children and we we do the same thing. Maybe not that blatant, but I think it's the same concept is if we're handling everything in excellence, we're going to be given more. Absolutely. So much is given, much is expected, which is one of my favorite quotes from the Bible. But when you think about, you know, the whole aspect of excellence, 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 how excellent is thy name, you know, and I'm sorry, I'm going on a little session here, but really thinking about that, we get confused with perfection. Perfection and excellence are not the same. They are individually separate, clearly separate. And I love the whole concept that came out a few years ago. It was on social media. Done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. And not saying that you can't do it with excellence. We want to make sure that we're known for that in our lives. And so when you think about that and thinking about the lie that's happened in your life, your limiting beliefs and how your intentions impact and walking forth in excellence so that you can be that entrepreneur, to be that emergent leader, to be that professional that you're desiring so that your business can be known in the community for the excellent nature and how you handle your customer care, how you deal with your products. And yes, sometimes you will make mistakes. Yes, sometimes there will be errors. But guess what? When you operate in excellence, you're able to pick up the phone or send that email and make the apology that's needed if necessary and then be able to come back to the table knowing that you served and you served well. And that's what excellence is. And I think so often in our society, we confuse it with perfection. I'm not perfect. We're professional, we're not perfect. And that's the value of living this life. So Missy, when we think about the fact that we have dealt with this lie in the middle of belief, the thing that stops us, it's because, again, we're trying to be perfect and not excellent. It's because we're holding ourselves back with these limiting beliefs, thinking about our past and what did set us back and not recognizing that we have the power to recreate, to build, to mold, to mend, and to be an example for those that come alongside us on our journey called life. This is how you change your life. This is how you become transformed and experience true growth. So now that we've given you all of that, let's, let's get into some action. Let's get some action, something that you can actually do to move yourself forward. And you know, the reason we came here and talked about this, we're at the end of the year and we know that you're gonna set some goals, whether you call them New Year's resolution or not, goals, we want you to up your belief. Stop believing the lie and really work on upping your belief. And that's why we focused on that today. But when it comes to action, the critical thing that we think will change the game is one action step. We're not going to give you three today. We're going to give you one action step, but it has many components inside of it. And let's <laughs> write this down. Create a mindset routine. Now, we know there's morning routine, there's evening routines, but it's now time to create a mindset routine. And this is super important. And when you think about it, it all starts with number one, gratitude, right, Missy? Gratitude, Absolutely. being grateful for what you have, where you are in the season of your life, the people that have helped you on your journey, whether they were people that you knew in person, or maybe it was something you read in the book, being grateful for that and taking that time to recognize, because guess what? If you can't be grateful for what you have, you limit Yes, limit what comes in the future. 
it's true, scientifically proven. So we want to be grateful, be content where we are so that we can see the future. So that's first part of building that mindset routine. What's the next part, Misty? Well, after you set your attitude of gratitude and you're in the space of love and thankfulness, it is a perfect time in that energy to set your daily intentions. What are you going to do today? What are you going to do to serve others? What are you going to do to move yourself forward? What are you going to do to just enjoy something of that day? Sometimes we don't do the things we say we're going to do. That happens sometimes. But we most definitely will do what we set our intentions to do. We're very stubborn that way. I don't know if you've ever met someone, I say determined, stubborn, same difference, depending on what the subject is. But we're very determined when we set something we want. Even if you're an addict, think about that. I always tell my kids this, that I'm working now to do drugs. You find a way to get your drug. Now, we just got to take that determination and make it something positive so that you find a way to be successful. Because you're very successful, just the outcomes of that don't really work out for you. So when you set your intention and you really want something and you say, I'm going to get this, you're going to get it because your intention is set, your, your mind is focused. So, but we want to do that from a place of excitement and a place of service and a place of where you are going to set yourself up for success. And that's why we start with the gratitude and move into what are my intentions for today? Not your list, not your tasks, not what do I want to get done, but how do I want to be impactful? Who, who, who do I want to be today? Right? That is so important because, you know, the world will get us upset or we allow it to get us upset. <laughs> there are some temptations that come our way and things of that nature. So we have to be intentional about who am I, how am I going to show up in the world today? How am I going to show up in the world? And I think if you take the time to reflect on that every day, you will be amazed at <laughs> what comes out and versus what actually happens throughout the day. But that's really good, Misty. And I think the third one, and this is going to be a multi-step one, the third one in our mindset routine. And I'm going to use the word feed your brain now, but in that feed your brain, there's multiple steps in there. Number one, we want you to grow, grow. And I mentioned earlier, growth is not accidental. It's intentional. You have to be deliberate in getting the growth that you need. And here's some couple options. Number one, Take some time to read maybe 10 pages of a personal development book. Take some time to watch a YouTube. There's so much motivational stuff out there. I'll tell you one that fires me up all the time. And I'm going to say this. Les Brown, that dude is funny and he <laughs> fires me up. And there's so many others I can go down the list of, but that one really gets me. Not only that, you're listening, you're reading. What are you putting in your eyes? You know, if you're a TV watcher, what are you watching? Is it trash or is it something that's growing? Something that's building you up and making you a better version of yourself. Sometimes I know we need just some stuff to unwind with, but really think about that. But I want you to think about this. Think about what you're thinking about. Think about what you're thinking about. Because when you think about what are my thoughts? Because we know that our thoughts become our what, Misty? Our life? Oh, there's a whole, there's a whole thing in there, right? Our thoughts become our actions, our actions, actions become our habits, our habits our... become our life. That's right. And so when you, if your thoughts are corrupt, I'm going to use that word, if your thoughts are corrupt, guess what happens? 
your words are corrupt, your actions are corrupt, and you do not become that person that you desire. So when you're setting that mindset routine, think about what you're thinking about. And then when you get stuck, really take the time to evaluate what this thing is that's keeping you stuck. What is that thing, that limiting belief going back there? We have to evaluate that. If you recognize it and you do nothing about it, guess what? You don't grow, friends. You keep doing on that cycle, that crazy cycle. You stay on that hamster wheel and you keep rolling. And that's what so many people have done over and over and over again. They believe they can't change. Their limiting beliefs have told them, no, this is who I am. This is all I can become. We're here to tell you otherwise. And it starts with creating a mindset routine, something that's going to serve you well. Because here's the truth. When you serve yourself well, you can serve others. You can do it with joy and the results are imaginable. You can't even understand the love that happens when you have that internal set, mindset, love, joy, happiness, peace, all those things, you're out, out there and you're able to serve the rest of the world in greater fashions. Super excited about that. You're a magnet. If you're a low magnet, you're going to vibrate low and you're going to bring those people in your life. You're like, why do I keep attracting this? If you're vibrating high, you're feeding yourself, you're going to attract the bigger people into your life that are going to move you forward. And it is okay to feel joy no matter what's going on in the world. If you work on it and you're intentional about it, even in sad times, you'll have joy. Joy is not about yeah. happiness. Happiness is a state. Yes. Joy is a being. Yeah. And you get to create and choose it. That's right. I love it. I love it. And, you know, and I'm going to chime on this real quick, that whole, you know, being and feeling you're going to attract people that's your tribe. So if right now you're a little disappointed with the people that you're around. You know, we say there's a quote, Jim Rohn said it. So many other people have said it, but we are the sum total of the five people we spend the most time with. If you spend the time and look around, you're five. And if those five are not believing if those five are living in the lie, if those five are just still staying where they are, those are not the five if you're trying to go to new places in your life. So we challenge you to think about what you're thinking about and build that routine that's going to serve you well. <laughs> Guys, we're super excited. We know that there's so much out here and we, we don't want to keep you here long. So we're going to wrap up right here and we're going to say what we say to you every single week. There's something out there waiting for you. Now be intentional about it and go get it. Woo! Misty, that was a good one. Would you agree? I have written two pages of notes about lies, why we don't do the things that we say we want to do, and the 92% of people who are going to make an affirmation this year to do something to do better and have a goal and not put any movement towards it. Wow. I, I feel sad for those folks. But let me tell you, although I'm sad for those that don't make it across that finish line, I'm excited because Misty, guess what? Our class, our course is launching live on January the 4th. Listen, if you are ready to level up in 2022, now is the time. Now is the time for you to get connected with us, to build your belief, stop believing the lies, so that you can become the best version of yourself in 2022. We want to help you level up in our course called Level Up. Right, Missy? 
8%. We're looking for the elite 8% who are done playing, who are ready to start and not stop in reaching their dreams and goals. Is that you? Yes. All right, let's go. Here's the link. Made the number two, the letter N, spire.com slash level up. Level up. Come and join us. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Spire U. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.